Good morning and welcome to the Pop-Up Thoughts podcast. I am Rico, theologian, 39, and I've been writing for years now. Every morning a new writing exercise to start the day with, based on a reading schedule with daily Bible fragments. Today there's a sentence in the readings about unity, and this is the title about the importance of oneness. Pop-up thought, Wednesday, May 27, 2020. I've written here before about a deeply felt need to be out of one piece as a person, the desire that my actions, my thoughts and my heart are in harmony with each other. And that's not so simple. How often do I act against my own values? Because I just don't feel like it. How often do you do things on autopilot? Does the heart get time to think about what the head has come up with? Or does it have to be still because the world doesn't wait? Well, and the world around me, expecting everything, doesn't it easily pull my heart, my head and my hands apart? For the much-needed integration of myself, this silence at sunrise is so important. It's important to go for a run every once in a while, or to sit still, to talk to lovers, friends and people with whom I do projects. Everyone needs something different for this integration. For extroverts, to which I have to partly attribute myself, the other is indispensable. For me, it's easier to get up in the morning after a great team meeting, like last night, uh, one that lasts a long time, than after enough hours of sleep. The other helps me to become myself, and also pulls me apart just as often, and just as well. For introverts, it's the silence, and it's the moments for oneself that promotes the integration of head, heart, and hands. Writing, walking, breathing being quiet, you notice it when you do it, what works. Sometimes it takes a while, by the way. Sometimes there's the turmoil first, because then you have to face what you've been ignoring for a while. But in the end, there's the peace and quiet and integration. Well, the unity of ourself is already quite complicated. Today, the rabbi of Nazareth is talking about unity too and that's uh, with each other and that's a lot more complicated but he has high expectations or or far-reaching desires you could say this is what it says this morning at that time jesus took his eyes to heaven and prayed holy father keep in thy name those whom thou hast given me that they may be one like us Well, this is first about his students, but by extension to everyone who follows in that track, or who goes in the ways of the man of Nazareth. So that they may be one as we are one, he says. And and I don't know if if you're a little familiar with the unity he's referring to, but the rabbi can calmly say, whoever has seen me has seen the Eternal One, because I and the Eternal One are one. Or... Out of myself I do nothing, I only do what I have seen the Father do, or what he has given me to do. So when you see see one, you see the other. 
Now we can't check if the eternal one agrees with that description, but on that assumption of the unity of those two, the eternal one and this rabbi, the whole of Christianity is based. Form communities, connect yourself to the other, stand together for the same cause. If you've seen one, you've seen the other. I only do what I see the others doing. Help. Such unity is terribly oppressive, isn't it? We're individuals, and I think I'd like to keep it that way, whatever it takes. Although, I guess the hatred and envy among all those followers of Jesus of Nazareth is the other extreme of individualism. They haven't made that unity very true in history, so to speak. I myself come from a church separation that is separated from another church separation. They wanted to man maintain unity with the Eternal One by separating themselves from others who did not do justice to the Eternal One, according to them. Whether that's all a good idea, fortunately, I don't have to judge. I only have to choose today to connect. Well, maybe to be one with all is a bit of a stretch but becoming one with others not just with ourselves that's a divine longing that vibrates through this world it's how things are put together if i understand the rabbi correctly choose to connect so that when you've seen one you've seen the other well it's a bit how we build this european walk of shame with people from all over europe from all kinds of backgrounds and walks of life not by convincing each other each other or drilling a series of dogmas uh, in it but by looking each other in the eye long enough digitally for now that we understand each other and we are working in the awareness that we are not serving an individual cause in which our own feelings and our own contribution are most important but that we share this feeling and recognize each other and that if someone on a team has conceived and implemented something awesome, that we are all proud, as if we've done it ourselves. That teamwork, that hope, that togetherness, it takes a lot of time, introspection, space in heart and mind. But it serves the cause and yourself in such a powerful way, this unity. Perhaps the division among the followers of the man of Nazareth is an additional reason for dedication to this kind of unity. Maybe it's not meant to make us cynical, but to understand that it's just not so easy to park that ego, and that we just need to take a little more time for it. Well, enough for today. I wish for you, me and the world to find unity in ourselves and with the other. And of course, peace for today and all good. <laughs>